This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. You know what? I normally, May 5th is my favorite day. Cinco de Mayo, yeah, totally. Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Brio, oh, however you want to pronounce yeah. it. yeah, the birthday boy, that's right. But this year, my favorite day is March 25th. And you may ask yourself, why would March 25th be your favorite day, Brian? It's St. Patty's Part 2, yeah, St. Right. Patty's Revenge. Say, I was going to say, yeah, it's some type of secondary holiday, probably, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, where uh-huh. we just kind of like, uh It is a reason to celebrate, I'll give you that much. Right. But it's not... St. Patrick's 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no, it is the one and only annual charity event put on by none other than this podcast, Debates on Tap. Yay, Yoo! us. Yay, us. We did it. We solved we, whatever problems are in the world. That's right. All that money we donated, it's done. It's gone. It's gone. Don't even worry about it. March 25th at Big Rip Brewing here in Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. We are hosting our second annual uh, I, we don't really have a name for it. Um, we do need to come. We need to brand it a yeah, little we better. Yeah, we got to brand. That's our biggest problem, I think, on this podcast. Is branding. Why don't we just say Charity Boogaloo? Charity Boogaloo. I was gonna say Pod Cares because <laughs> we're like a podcast that cares. Yes. <laughs> Much like the Care Bears, but we're Pod Bears. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. right. Uh, this one is going. Nah, I'm more of like a an otter. I, no, I'm not. I'm not hairy. I don't even know. <laughs> You're not hairy. You're an otter. otter. You're an otter. I'm not big enough to be a bear, but I'm hairy enough to be an otter. Right. That's right. Then what do I am? Since I'm so smooth. Do we know? Uh, oh, God. We do know. It's not a... We've talked about this before. This, side, this is a side thing for podcasters. Go back to podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, March 25th uh, at 1 p.m. Join us at Big Rip Brewing for our second annual charity event. This this time... Uh, it's personal. This time it's personal. Because don't forget who won. Do not forget The boys won. right here that's you're listening right. to. We're going to be joined by First Issue Club. Uh, I guess that's your second... Uh, you have to pick a team. That's, that's, my, a, that's yeah. fascinating. I'm that's actually my, I'm gonna make you MC. Yeah, that's my home away from home. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are I'm, joined, I'm off to college. That, that's your summer home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are joined by the hosts of First Issue Club and who the hell is this for? Um, and that's where you might be wondering. Uh, well, that's only three. Last time you had four. Well, guess what, listener? Right. This year you're the fourth. We are going to be playing uh, a couple of tournaments of Mario Kart. Be kicking that ass! We are not going to relent. No. We Much w- like we did with our friends in the podcast last year, yeah. we just... I think double digits we beat them by. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's yeah. that's why we're doing Mario Kart this year, because we can't clap cheeks like that two years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to clap cheek. It's the same, but different. We're going to clap your cheeks, listener. That's right. So come on down. There's going to be lots of great prizes. We will uh, give you a sneak peek whenever we get uh, some more information on those. But, uh, you know, last year we had free beer for a year. There was a PS4 given away. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it was a lot of fun. Um, everybody that came said they had a great time. Um, so come on down March 25th, 1 p.m. Big Rip Brewing. Um, it's It's just north of the river. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have their whole, they're gracious enough to give us their whole event space for the day, uh, for as long as we need it. So come on down. Um, there's going to be a lot of fun. They have really, really great beers. Um, and this year we are benefiting down syndrome innovations based out of Overland park. Perfect. Um, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Come come and help us solve down syndrome. Right. Well, it's not, uh, we don't need to solve it because it's not a problem. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, then what's the charity do? (laughs) 
They work with people in the Down syndrome community. S- solving they, problems with s- the Down syndrome community. <laughs> I'm assuming with the word innovation, they synergy. Synergize. Synergy. Oh, hell yeah. Right. Yeah. That, I, love, that is, I love business jargon. <laughs> you guys know that. Yeah, you do. That, that is a great charity, and I'm, I'm very pumped about this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, remember, last year we did over 1,500 for Hope House. That's right. So come on down. Let's make the up, up, up. Let's make that number go up, up, up. Yeah. Uh, every year we want to go higher than we did last year. So, right. and you think you got a big swinging dick with your Mario Kart skills? Come out and prove it. <laughs> Honestly, we will. Uh, there, there will be, of course, a side bet um, in the pod between the three podcasts. But um, you come down, you show us your skill, you beat us, right? You get something special. We're we'll not going to. We'll give you the podcast. What? <laughs> you become the host. I guess. If yeah. You, if I don't you beat know. us, <laughs> just don't. You know our hard lines. You know the stuff we're totally against. Yeah. Yep. Not that like, we draw the line at. Yeah. But anything else? Yeah. Open. Fair game. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Great, great movie. You could say that. Or you could say you hate it. Hypothetically. Nazis are bad. <laughs> That's a hard <laughs> line, though. We don't... Yeah, you have to stick to that. Right. Yep. And things like it. We things should have written those down. Nazi adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, what... Oh. We still can. We for, for right now, for the next two months, we still own this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back and... Before we lose the it Constitution, Mario Kart charity. <laughs> the Constitution we of have Debates to give on up, Tap. Right. We have to give up our podcast pink slip if we lose this race that's right but remember that's right family first <laughs> we're all family here that's right that's right after I'm nine Ludacris. movies <laughs> and i'm vargas <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh march 25th 1 p.m big rip perfect we're gonna uh plug that every episode from here on out we so need to be ready for it hopefully fingers crossed this time the brewery is gonna do the same thing Bang, 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 nice. bang, 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 bang. I've I've met with them already. Yeah. They're actually very excited. And guess what? We have an inside man there. We do have an inside man there. So <laughs> uh they're very excited. Um, I have a gift card there. You have a gift card I there. Ru- I own I'm Mr. Big Rip right now. <laughs> Maybe that'll be what we put up for wager for if someone beats us. I think that's a great idea. Hmm. Wait, my gift card? Yep. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> no. No, no. no, fine. Just purchase a separate <laughs> gift card of equal value and donate that one. I was gonna say we'll just get another one. <laughs> Give it to the winner. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Wait, we have fun here, don't what we? What a great time. What a great time. What do we have fun on? Well, debates on tap, of course. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk, and nope. You're close. This is a podcast <laughs> where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. As I said earlier, I'm Ludacris. Yeah. Right. It's, Luda, been, it's been a bit. Which Luda. It's been a bit. We took a holiday break. The holiday break got extended. Don't worry about it. And now we're back. Once it's your podcast, you can decide how long yeah, you use. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You know what? We Person? Did, we don't need to explain to anyone. We did like four years of weekly we or more through episode. the pandemic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we worked from home during the pandemic. We're first responders. That's true. We had a safety card and everything that so, said that. So, look, someone has to make podcasts. <laughs> and we're the ones out there It'll doing the us. dirty work. And by God, one one host dropped off for six months. The other two just kept kept trucking. That's nothing what we stops do. us. Yeah, we're built Tonka tough. Except time and other extenuating <laughs> circumstances. But by God, we're back. My hip hurts. <laughs> my back actually does kind of. It's tender. I don't what know hurts what I did. You? I don't, I don't know, know. Ever my soul. <laughs> yeah. My heart. Have you seen the world at large? Yeah. 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 What's new with my boys? What's going on with my boys? Uh, this beer causing a fucking problem nice. that's what's going on let's talk about this for a second so i brought uh casey beer co's limited uh winter bock it is a dark double doppelbock lager 
Very oh, that, good. That means that there's an evil version of this beer out there somewhere, right? <laughs> yes. Or this is this the is evil, the evil beer. one. I got it. Yeah. yeah, this is the one with the mustache. Like yeah. e- evil Abed in <laughs> yeah. from community. Uh, but no, this beer, I, it's their winter beer. Uh, I, Casey Beer Co., we've had this a couple times. And then outside the podcast, we're big fans of this. Yep. Uh, based in Kansas City, it's a great this is a great beer. We don't have enough good things to say about Casey it's, Beer, honestly. It's dark. This beer specifically, not not the not the brewery. It's not dark and smooth. The <laughs> this beer <laughs> Jazz Night it yeah. is. <laughs> this beer is very dark and smooth, and I appreciate it. Um now let's drill in. There's one thing I don't appreciate <laughs> about this beer, though. I don't know, Casey Beer Co., if you're listening. Mr. Casey Beer Co., if you're listening. Mr. Beer Co. I don't know what happened with the transportation of this beer, but every one of these beers that we opened today have fizzed and foamed and came at the top outrageously so not not just like oh it right. has a little too much head and let me let me make it clear i did shake them up a little bit before i gave them to the boys <laughs> oh no. sure yeah, yeah right but no, you no. do that with every no i i i bought it i brought it here we let them sit for a little bit vargas opened the first one and it like it went it went everywhere like i've never seen a beer do that and then we all let them sit for a little bit longer and opened them and they all did that and it was all did it. very weird so casey beer you know hypothetically if you want to send us more beer just so we can like double check got to make yeah. sure that it was product you know yeah, qc right yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we'll be happy we'll be happy happy to do that so just fyi but otherwise one, one beer out of every six pack <laughs> should probably come to us to double check yep right it does say naturally carbonated on the you bet your fucking ass it was carbonated very carbonated so maybe it built up for a little bit maybe that's the thing no because no because all beer first of all all, all beer is carbonated second of all again <laughs> We are. We can't overstate this. Shut up. <laughs> he got you though. I know. That's why I told him to shut up. Oh, we, that's weird. Oh, I just rubbed away some dirt. Oh, <laughs> nitro dark <laughs> Doppelbach log. Uh, if it was a nitro, that would be even more of a problem that it foamed up. <laughs> right. 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 No, we can't uh, overstate enough that we haven't ever had a full six pack all do the same thing after thirty minutes of waiting. Right. So it wasn't a shake up issue. Right. Look, yeah. I didn't have it. You guys had the problem with it. It went all over me, but you know what? That's that's a risky run. And what happened with your second one that you tried to open? I opened it very, very slowly. And then? And, and that's then right, I, he teased it for a little while. I, I licked. <laughs> I would call this the, the neck of the beer. Yes. Or for shaft, minutes. for some people would say. Some people would say the hypothetically, hypothetically. For minutes you licked it. Well, for a long time. And it's still, I, you still haven't fully opened the second one. Yeah, there were be- there was to the point that Brian dribbling down. Brian was legit worried that Vargas's tongue would get cut on the on cap, the cap, on the rough cap, and it, and it didn't, did it? Wow, that's a hell it of a tongue. It did taste like pennies. Though. Give like give like calluses on that tongue, or what's going on? Yeah, what that tongue do? No, that's fine. <laughs> but no, this is a great beer. I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I brought it to my boys. Hey, you know what I watched this morning? Oh, the Legend of Vox Machina season two. Oh, yeah, just came that, out. That just started as right? of this recording yesterday. Three episodes, and man, it is. Uh, if you watch the first one, so it's a it's an animated um, show based on a live play D and D stream that has been going on for years. Very popular, millions of dollars. They kickstarted this uh, program. It got renewed for three seasons. Right now, they're in the season two, um, and it is. It feels much more um, like a grand fantasy tale. The first one was kind of confined, and it was you know a little bit. Um, they, they were setting everything up because right. and probably some budget stuff just some in you know just like ins and outs of well, budget that's stuff. Stuff. maybe yeah. maybe if you know. if each episode of their live play show is three hours and we might have talked about this when the first one came out right. you know if each episode of their first of their live play is between three and four hours 
and you only get 10 episodes of 25 minutes, it's hard to like distill that. But I think they're doing such a good job on like not only fan service, but still telling a cohesive story, even with all the fucking moving parts. Like there's a big arc in the in the stream about uh, a sentient sword. Oh, and it is only just now getting introduced and they had to do it. It feels if you don't know anything about the show, it may feel like a little out of place. You're like, well, it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but then as it goes on, you're like, oh, they're setting something up here. Like, this right. Is, you know, right. so uh, very well done. So I highly suggest that it is on the evil conglomerate of Am- Amazon Prime. Um, so I totally understand if you don't have it. But guess what? I'm sure there's some places you could get it for free if you looked hard enough. Maybe, Are um, you familiar with any of those places? <laughs> uh, only if they have parrots. Right, right, Might right. pull my ship into the bay. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the first season was a lot of fun, and I've heard good things about the second season. So that, that's great. That's good to hear. And Titmouse's animation is still on point. It's actually, it's Titmouse. Titmouse? Yeah. Titmouse. Uh-huh. The animation studio that did Archer. Oh yeah, sure, 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 and, sure. And sure. Metalocalypse. Mm-hmm. They, they're That's they're awesome. pulling that thing, uh, and this is kind of becoming more common since uh, uh, oh god, Spider Verse. What's the f- first movie? Uh, Into the Spider. Into the Spider Verse. Um, you know, like, you, you, you were so close. I know. I miss two words. Uh, <laughs> but the there are dra- the main antagonist in this sh- in this season is dragons, um, and the dragons are all animated like kind of like digitally in three D, where sure. everything else is more classic animation. That's ah. cool. And it helps it like set apart. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun to to see the uh, the actual anime. If you're a fan of anime or animation, mm-hmm. um, I think you'd be a fan of this just for the visual effects. That's awesome. Did you see the they? Uh, Invincible put out a little trailer for the season two, and that and the yeah, animation buddy. style of that just looks—it's just Invincible and Ed the Alien just like talking yeah. like in it at the diner, and it already looks like so much better because yeah. the first season I love the first season, but that animation style—you could tell they did it a little quick and a little cheaply, and I think that's why it's taken three years yeah. to get the second season. Yeah. So no kidding, that's awesome. Um, I've been watching uh, and playing uh, a couple things. Uh, number one that I want to help that The Last of Us. Let's go. Is on HBO Max. Uh, as of this recording, there's been only one episode, which is such a good uh, uh, ad- adaptation while adding some things to the narrative that I really appreciate and really love. Uh, I mean, staying true to some of the in-game shots. Yes. You know like, what I mean? In like, dialogue, yeah, too. Yeah, dialogue man. There's some well. dialogue that's like word for word, some shots that are word for word. Um, my wife, uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah, done, have done that for a while. That's a good point. Uh, she doesn't know anything about video games, especially The Last of Us. The Last of Us, we talked about on the podcast, that's a really special game for me, especially narrative wise. Uh, uh, I was trying to explain to her very quickly, like, uh, it's not scary. It's more about this like journey. These two people go on blah, blah, blah. It's tense. It's tense. Yeah. And then like during the credit, like the opening credits of the show, one, they have the same composer as the two games. It's the same like, uh, And same theme. like theme. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. And then I was trying to explain to her. I was like, just so you know, <laughs> like yeah, something very intense happens very early on. And I started to get like, choked up about like what happens yeah. to set Joel's story on and she was like what is happening right now <laughs> but she get it but yes once once that happens and and again like it's in the first episode it's a 10 year old thing but like what sets Joel on his journey is that 20 years ago his daughter does die like at the very start of this whole thing and which is a very intense moment yeah. in the game and in the in the show 
And uh, I, uh, yeah, I can't say a good enough good things about the show. The show is so good. Um, people who have reviewed the show say that like it stays phenomenal. And I'm very excited to see like things they continue to adapt and the things they continue to add, which I'm, I'm very excited about. So I would be super interested. I know you, you Brennan are a busy man, but <laughs> what as a new father? Yeah, I would be fascinated to see your reflections on fatherhood, how your perception of that story has changed. Yes. How it matches because up. Because the last time I played part one was I think before part two came out back in 2020. So it's been almost three years now. Did you play the, the remastered? No, I, I played remaster. Yes. Back before then. Okay. I haven't, I haven't played the new, like the part one that just came that's, out on PS5. Sorry. That's I what I that. Okay. Um, which I obviously, my, my daughter is now almost nine months old now. So I haven't, I haven't played it yeah. since then, but like, Yes, even yeah. the start of it, like hitting his heart, and then like shit that I know is coming up, right? Between Joel, Ellie, etc., is just still like sometimes I think about it, and I'm just like, I've got to hold on very tight and like be prepared for what's going to happen, especially like just thinking about the ending of The Last of Us, which Holy I know some shit, people don't yeah. know about it. So, like, now that the show's out, like, don't necessarily want to spoil that, but yeah. like that moment in particular is just so heavy. And like ends on such a note, yeah. That like I can't wait for everyone in the world to ball their eyes out with that fucking giraffe scene. Yes, <laughs> the giraffe scene that leads into the ending yeah. essentially, and then like there's another moment right before the giraffe scene where like their Joel and Ellie's relationship is solidified yeah. um, after an event happens to Joel that like, goddamn, just thinking about that and like the way it ties into Sarah's death and all kinds of stuff. That's just it's 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 gonna be great. I'm I'm very excited about it. It's on HBO Max. Um, second episode comes out yesterday, so that's that's great. Um, as well oh, as as of the when this as comes as out, this, yeah, 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 this yeah. Comes out. I was like, no, uh, I didn't. As well as I've been playing a ton of Rogue Legacy Two on my Switch. Uh, it's a game that came out on Xbox and PC like a little bit ago, but now it's on the Switch, which is like Switch, which just like the fun, like perfect way to play it because it is a roguelite um, game where you're going through this castle and your descendants are your the people who are continuing to go to the castle when you die. It's a lot of fun. The first game I put goddamn so many hours into that came out like 10 plus years ago. Yeah. I think I put hours into that without even knowing what a roguelike uh, was. Yes. Yeah. I was like, Oh, well I played it once. I was like, Oh, you're supposed to die. Okay, cool. And then I kept playing it. And ever since then I'm like, I don't really like these rogue. Right. Games. And that's the thing. Like that the, was the only one I liked the first, so. the first time I ever played a roguelite was probably rogue legacy yeah. and not realizing like what it was until like I got like, Oh, you're supposed to die. That's the point. Is that you what know? they named it after? That's a serious question. I, I I would legit think so. No, there there was a game back in the eighties called Rogue. Ah, and that was the mechanic. Right. Permadeath was the mechanic. Right. Every right. time you died, you restarted and totally, totally from wiped everything out. Yeah. And that's why like the difference between Rogue Light and Rogue Like right. is different. Mm. Um, Rogue Rogue Light is more forgiving because you yes. get to keep like, that's some like parts dead of it. cells. Rogue Legacy because you carry over things, either items or like there's progression. You progress yeah. and have a skill tree, which Rogue Legacy does. Rogue likes don't like they're the ones that's that like Dark Souls. You. Yeah, you truly start kind of, over yeah. every time you die. Correct. Dark Souls is called a rogue rogue like. No, because the, the big thing about Rogue is that every time you played it, it changed the layout of the map and stuff uh, like that. So like te technically, well, it's like Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Dark Souls doesn't fall in that because the the map is always the same. Essentially, yeah. So if, if you make... play Dark Souls and you think it's hard, you need to get good and play Rogue. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If it's they make a game that's like a Rogue Light, would it be <laughs> Rogue Light like? Yeah. Sure. That's what Rogue Light is. You get it? Yeah. Rogue Light like. 
but that but that game is on the Switch now, and it's it's so much fun. I, I it's the perfect like like Dead Cells and Hades before it, where it's just the next like I just one more run, one yeah. more run. Oh, one more run. Oh, it's two a.m. Fuck. Yeah, it's it's great. Very good. Speaking of, I thought of you this morning. Oh. I saw that Dead Cells is doing an official Castlevania crossover yes, DLC. They announced that at like the Games Awards, and yeah. boy, I'm, I'm very excited. That's probably the thing that'll get me to jump into Dead Cells. Dead Cells rules. Yeah. That's another game I put forty plus hours into, <laughs> and it's awesome. And they came out with so many DLCs that are like two, three bucks, or whatever. Yeah. That like are add a lot of stuff to it. Yeah, the Castlevania one though. I mean, how can uh, you not? Right? Yeah, you can't. You cannot. Um, I want to talk about my. New Year's resolution. And I know Brian doesn't like these, but it's less a resolution and more. He's like, like snarling. He's like his eyes twitching. That's fine. You know what? Wait, can't oh boy. Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? Hey. Fair. A very hearty New Year fuck you. Yeah. Oh that was that your resolution? <laughs> to tell me fuck you more often? No, it was to fuck you. <laughs> wow. Great. Good. So well, get, we, we've got it. Get ready for that, handsome. Already in. <laughs> uh no, my um what I've decided to do this year is uh, I'm going to focus on my comic collecting. So let's go less video games, less movies, oh, all that oh. stuff. Like, hold on. You, are you going to collect less or are you going to play slash watch less? I'm going to play slash watch. Yeah. Less. He's saying he's going to decrease oh. the video game movie amount. Yeah. Consumption. Increase the Cause I know you also amount. collect movies. Yeah. And you buy video games. Yeah. So that's what that's where my question I'm, was. I want to focus on improving the quality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of my comic book collection. Nice. So okay. instead of like what I what I told Kara how I justified it to her was I'm buying less like two and three dollar comics and more like yes. five and ten dollar like comics. a little bit uh, more. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so so the the yes okay yeah so to that end nice I but you're gonna play less video games and your shutter's gonna be it's gonna be cold and lonely no 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 i'll Which i mean probably fits the theme of shutter in general <laughs> just like ooh spooky no i'm just not gonna like buy a five dollar movie when i go to walmart that's I'm, what my that's it said what you're gonna saying. go to vintage stock and buy a five dollar comic book yeah no he'll he'll buy a five dollar comic book and a two dollar movie instead of a two dollar <laughs> comic book and a five dollar movie yeah sure yeah yeah right yeah, the focus is just different. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's interesting. Did you guys see the story that I think it was just today as of this recording? The guy who he he's accused customs of opening his like Pokemon gold, like A plus rated rarity thing, opened it, uh, sliced it open. Holy fucking shit. And like to look to see like because they didn't know what it yeah. was. And like there's a picture of it like it was a rare pristine box. Like yeah, the game was still inside the box, etc. Like you can see like the that like, it's like just X-ray it, just X-ray like, it. It's like yeah, yeah that the like that glass case they put over it yeah, with like the it was slabbed. Yeah. They like took that apart and then like went in and so just FYI, be careful, very careful when you go through customs with all, rare super shit. All because Bush wanted more money. <laughs> but I was gonna say to that end, right to my point, I purchased my first slabbed comic. <gasps> what does that mean? Interesting. I'm so sorry. I'm not being an asshole. I don't know what that means. So slabbing a comic <laughs> is. <laughs> It's a, it's a colloquialism for getting a comic graded and preserved. So you bought one that was already graded and preserved. Correct. It's like okay. a whole like glass plastic casing. Yeah, type yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, and that's called slabbed. Yeah. yeah, that's the because normally I have been to, <laughs> I've been to a couple comic shops, um, <laughs> and those are the ones that are on the top shelf. Yeah. That I laugh at the price of. Well, 
probably the ones in a comic book shop that are presented. Yes. Right. Gotcha. Those are probably the ones that are purposely presented as like, check this. Shit. Yeah. Is that like a flex for other comic book owner shops owners to come in and be like, look I mean, what we have, I mean, probably if you've got, yeah, maybe a little bit, right? That's, that's what I would do if I were a shop is you would have your prestige slabbed books presented so that when somebody walks through the door, you're like, Oh, you've got a oh, you 7.0 giant, yeah, yeah, right. giant size X-Men number one. If right? you don't mind me asking, what was the slab you bought? I bought a Moon Knight number one. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, if you gave us three guesses. I was going to say, say Moon Knight would be definitely yeah. Yeah. one of those three, yeah. And th- well, and that's what I'm going to focus on for my slabs specifically ah. is, is Moon Knight and, and maybe some Captain America stuff. Um, but some of the other things I want to do this year is actually submit some of my comics to have graded. Totally. And see see how they do kind of as a litmus test to see where right. like if I need to store my comics differently, if oh, I need to, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now you may be getting here, but I'm going to um, ask this to make it seem like I had the idea. <laughs> where are you going to be presenting your slabbed comics or are they just going to be in a drawer? Yeah, I mean, in my house, if you guys want to come over and look at them, I guess. Yeah, I'll look at them. Well, I'm saying, are you going to have them as artwork, like put up on a thing? Yeah, that's the idea okay. eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, because the nice part about a slabbed comic is that like, the modern ones, the plastic is UV resistant. So if you want to hang something on the wall, you don't really, I mean, you should worry about the sun, but you don't have to like, right. Freak out about it. You as opposed like sunscreen to, on it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I bet, I bet, uh, I bet your live in partner Kara could, could make like a cool, like, um, display type of not case, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, something like a, a, a panel that you could put them on. Right. Yeah. That would look arty and it would have like lights that. Yeah. And that eventually is, going to be the idea just to have some cool like because i don't i'm not in a position right now where i can go out and buy like high dollar comics but sure, what i what yeah. i can start doing is try and find like high dollar comics that are raw that are good deals and slabbed comics that are like that i think are cool that are important to me right that i would want in my collection well, buddy, let me tell you, if you started an OnlyFans with those <laughs> beer bottles that you were looking earlier, I think you could probably start affording some more slabs. Start an OnlyFans? Oh. M- maintain my maintain, OnlyFans. Maintain. Yeah. Add OnlyFans. to how your do you think? How do you think I got that slab comic? <laughs> those feet pics. Yeah, that's not the only slab on the table. You know yeah, I heard that. Slab of meat. <laughs> cool. So last time, uh, I pretended I had never seen a movie. Right. I never specifically an action horror or comedy movie. Right? Wink. Right. Pretend it. Pretend it. Yes. Yes. I am famously. I love movie theaters. <laughs> now, uh, Brendan, you gave me Jackass Forever. Right. John Wick, the first one. Sure. And Conjuring, the first one. Right. Vargas, you gave me Airplane, the first one. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Alien, the, the first, first one. What was I thinking? You were in your own head, I think. Yeah. Your list is better. Well, well, he did pick mine. I did, last, pick, he did pick mine on the last time. He did pick mine on the last time. Now, having, having the the benefit of hindsight with this gap that we've had, <laughs> your list was better. <laughs> well, now here's what I'm going to say. Yeah, um, here we go. I am going to stick with Brendan. Yeah. However, yes. I will say that. It, so follow me here and see if you can understand my meaning, even if my words are not good. <laughs> sure. If Jackass Forever was, I had never seen a comedy movie. Sure, yeah. yeah. I love Jackass Forever. Right. I don't think that was the best pick for a person who's never seen a comedy I, before. I would agree with you. That was probably my weakest submission. But I mean, at the time, I was just thinking like, what's just pure just dumb, funny. like yes. like yeah, just yeah. fun, like immediately like off the jump, 
a giant dick lizard yep like squirting cum on people like that that's fun like yeah just so silly yeah it's it's the same vein as like america's top funniest home video like yes a, a kick in the balls is funny right. and whether then you're you've just seen it happen just, or not correct. move on to the next thing yeah. move on to the yes. next thing right but it's just not a normal comedy movie so if i had watched that first then i'd be like oh god i can't wait to watch other comedy movies mm-hmm. and then none of them are, or there's three more that are like that <laughs> right and there's no other ones um but however alien um it's more it's just more tense and it's more like yeah. brooding unfortunately for you vargas brendan picked the conjuring which is a crossover of my Rips. favorite types Rips. of horror it's where like witches are real yeah. <laughs> so the ghost of this witch is now yeah, right, right in in this movie. Obviously, aliens are real too. Oh which yeah, is, I forgot that. That was like the whole subplot of the, the movie. Whole, is that like yes. the ghost is an old witch that, who hung herself? That's right. Because she was on a tree branch and she said something along the lines of "Hail Satan!" Hung that's, herself that's right. and is now torturing every family that moves right. into the house. And we all know the Warrens. They told the truth at all points. Yes, of course. Yeah. Real yes. story. The Warrens. <laughs> Um, and then John Wick uh, won it over because it was Revenge for a Dog. Again. And as you have, I'm yeah. certain, been hearing through the episode, <laughs> my injured dog is currently snoring uh, because she's wearing a neck as well. And I'm curious, outside of the bit, Brian, because you had never watched, legitimately never seen John Wick before. Yes. It slaps hard, right? Of course it, it rips. Right? And then like he will not, movie. Now, Keanu Reeves will not be my action hero. Right. He's great. The less he says, the better it is. But he, but that his whole like, but I'm thinking I'm back. That that legit is that was really a great good. line. Really uh, oh, that was a great line. But everything else he does is kind of like okay, it's Keanu. I get, I get it. There was a lot of great lines in that. But and, it does, and keep, it was very predictable. Yes. But for an action movie, you don't need it to be a fucking again, knives out mystery. Each, you know what I mean? Each goddamn yeah. movie keeps escalating, which is probably the best part. Like there's a whole thing where like in the second movie, there's like a big outdoor rave, and Keanu, and John Wick gets a shotgun, and you're just like rubbing your hands together yeah, like here, here we, we go. go and it, it's awesome so i now, of course i do love watching nazis get their face melted we that, love, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, love yeah. and pushing an airplane propeller yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love a dead nazi we love a dead nazi uh i was thinking about keanu reeves recently specifically because i finally think about keanu recently, yeah pretty pretty in the shower regularly though. i finally watched under siege oh my gosh because i've been fascinated with steven seagal's yes best roles keanu reeves is what steven seagal wanted to be at his peak yes because they have a fairly similar similar similarly similar casey beer these beers (laughs) i think they are like 6.5 percent. they have a very similar acting style yeah like pretty like fairly (laughs) 8.25 fairly flat and then like they legit to a point did their i mean did their own stunts yeah like keanu reeves has like dove more headfirst into that into like his like uh doing his own stunts and etc etc yeah and actually learning the craft whereas steven zagal I mean, Steven Seagal was at one point a legitimate martial artist. He could kick up to his nipples and that was it. (laughs) Yeah. But like, like what's the movie where he puts the cue ball in a sock and whips the shit out of everyone in the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that movie is, but yeah, but sock whip. I'm sorry. It was sock whip. All all that. So under siege is widely regarded as his best movie. Yes. And even in that movie, it's like this dude is a terrible fucking actor. Right. And there's a knife fight scene and he is at his physical peak in that movie and it's still dog shit. (laughs) And Keanu Reeves is... Whereas Keanu, it's like, dude, everything he does in the John Wick stuff is like the the opening major action sequence where the guys invade his house 
is just so much fun to watch. Like Keanu, like doing everything that's like, that I believe that this guy would be able to do this stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, but they also, I actually noticed that too. They sell that pretty early on because, um, before they even invade the, mm-hmm. the son who steals his car, right. Goes in and, um, the, the shop owner is like, it's whose car? Oh, yeah. yes. They and do. So they, they play up the whole Baba Yaga stuff, right? It, yeah. You yeah. sell it's sold immediately by the shop owner's reaction of like, that's not the car you wanted to steal because of the man. Even yeah. his, the guy's dad, like the, Cor- the well, Russian yeah. mob boss But that's guy. the first one you see right. as a shop owner. And then you go, yeah, the Baba Yaga, he's the one you assigned to kill the problem. Right. And then as soon as like so, the yeah. guy realizes what his son has done, he's like, call everyone in. We have to like protect it's a, ourselves. It's a very big trope <laughs> these days, right. but it, it's such, it's still such a good uh, transition to, to skip any backstory. Right. Yeah. You just have the third character be like oh fuck you messed with who right yeah. and you're like oh okay i'm totally bought it. i totally. don't need anything and just wait till you get to the third movie where it's him and holly berry with two like the dogs dogs like yeah. in a like desert marketplace just wrecking shit. <laughs> it's awesome yeah, yeah. it's so good john, Every, john wick slays it's yeah those, those so movies good. are so good i can't wait for the fourth one it's gonna be awesome and for anyone who's a fan of john wick i'll say this last thing yeah. um go watch nobody with Bob, oh, yes. Bob Odenkirk. It's a lot of fun. Super fun. A lot of so fun. That was a series, right? No. No, it was one, a movie one, that came out. One yeah. movie, yeah, mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. movie, movie. Speaking of action. Yes, so the last time for the boys, uh, we were kind of jumping, springboarding off Brian's action movie stuff. I wanted to know what was who's the best action star, basically. So um, I want to hear these arguments and hear who who did the, who did it the best. It's interesting because um, I think we went two different routes. I think we, we, we have went, not talked about this. I'll we haven't. That. We went surprisingly similar in many aspects. No shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fascinating. Yep. You want me to go? Yeah, take it. Well, you would. Uh, you would expect us to be like, especially for my love of um, Mad Max. <laughs> sure. Um, you'd, you'd probably say all oh, Mel Gibson, right? Right. <laughs> or, or, you, you'd expect maybe Vargas for his love of Die Hard to be all oh, Bruce Willis or, or Bond, even one of the Bonds. Ooh, you know what I'm one saying? of the Bonds, right? That was the toughie. Or I, or fucking Harrison Ford. We know your love of Star Wars and Indiana Jones, sure, you know. But sure. um, you know who's better than all of those? All of those men, right? Michelle Yeoh. Ooh, <laughs> I actually really like that pick. I told you that's we dope, Michelle Yeoh. Now. You, of Fam- course, famous from well, I'm getting there. Okay, good. I'm getting there. I will do the show. It's been a while since we've done this. So. Jesus Christ, I <laughs> forgot we're enemies now. <laughs> yeah, for for ten minutes of every show, we are enemies. Uh, now you may be uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow, what most a great re- film. most recent thing. Yeah, what right. a great film. Some people may have forgotten that she came to most of our eyes. I would say all of our eyes in this room with arguably the best martial arts movie of all time, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Correct. Mo- most definitely, that was the first time I ever knew who Michelle yeah. Yeoh was. Now, yeah. I know everyone here, two out of three of us, are film buffs. Mm-hmm. She does her own stunts, guys. She does her own stunts. Yeah, and does. I'm almost certain that, I mean, she's a bigger star now, so studios are tend to play it easier with their bigger stars. They don't let them do and as many of their own stunts. Much better, but she's a little bit older. She is a little bit older, older. but boy, can seasoned. she still get it. Seasoned. That's a better way to put it. She is seasoned. But yeah, she, everywhere, everywhere I'm pretty, everywhere, everything I, else. The more I think about it when I was doing this, uh, the more I was like, I think that was my <laughs> sexual, because you guys know, yeah. I want to be, you know, I think be. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was Michelle Yeoh awakening oh, something. Yeah. Sure. 
And you're uh, just now realizing. And I'm just now, yeah, as I was yeah. doing this, I was like, oh, it was you. <laughs> you're the no, reason. No, it was yo. <laughs> it was yo. <laughs> uh, now, Michelle Yeoh, of course, uh, so she does her own stunts. Everybody's familiar with a lot of things she's been in, memoirs of a geisha. Um, she was in, of course, the, the, the Mummy franchise. Oh, in the third one, right? Yeah, in 2008. Right, huh? that's right. Um, she was in Shang-Chi. Oh, yes. Crazy. Now, she not only is an action star, but Crazy Rich, rich Asians, where she um, shined, I'll say. Um, speaking of Bond. <laughs> and wasn't she in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. No, no that was... I think, I think you're right about well, that. Well, if it was, it was a guest star, but otherwise it was um, Mulan. The main, uh, the main <laughs> actress was Mulan. Oh, she was the main. She was Mulan, the mm-hmm. titular Mulan. But I can't remember her name. Shit. But yeah, it's not Michelle Yeoh. She may have guest starred. Like I said, but you, the yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Argue. I'm. Oh, I'm glad yeah, you didn't. Dude. But she was arguably, uh, and it wouldn't even be a hard argument, tougher than James Bond for Ming, sure. Ming Na Wen. Wen. She was yeah. the original Mulan. She was the one who. That's saved. right. Um, she's been much like Vargas's choice has been doing her own stunts and these sort of um, Eastern action movies right. for decades. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to let Vargas go. But she actually usurped Vargas's pick out of a franchise to become the star of her own franchise. Wow, that's that's a nice little setup. <clears throat> so I, I almost went too far. <laughs> When I was going for this. Interesting. I almost went with Toshihiro Mufune. Okay. The star of Seven Samurai. And like right. all of Akira Kurosawa's movies. Right. So I dialed it back slightly to make it more palatable. And I went with Jackie Chan. Oh. <laughs> Which was probably smart. I, I was like, oh, because yeah. I, I was thinking about like quality I was movie, say, movie wise and even like, though like i love sam samurai like at the hidden fortress stuff like that like action yeah. wise jackie chan would probably be a better and, well right and i was like you watch like rashomon and like that's arguably better than anything jackie chan's ever done sure in terms of quality of movie yes but is it, it a better action in star? terms of action, action star fun pure action right and you look at something like drunken master compared to you know whatever toshihiro was in right it just it doesn't even stack up so uh jackie chan has been acting since like 1974 was i think his first movie Mm -hmm. um he's directed he's a singer a professional singer i mean that's stretching a little bit i've heard it he sold an album. Have you sold any <laughs> albums, Brian? Yes, sir. Excuse me. That's, uh, you're fair. You got me. <laughs> he's got a star on the Walk of Fame. Yep. Right. And and he's been doing, I mean, he's been acting his entire right. life. Led stunt teams on most of his movies, like especially in in Asia, things like that. Yeah. yeah. He, he fought uh, um, Bruce Lee. Correct. Like live on camera. Right. I mean, it's it's wild shit. Intense. He, yeah. Dude's career is, is insane. And you can go through it if you want. But the the thing that makes Jackie Chan cool to me is that he doesn't take anything too seriously, but the stuff that he does take seriously <laughs> yes. is buck wild. <laughs> like I mean, go watch any of his movies from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, and it's like it's gonna be a comedy movie basically that has 
action. Some of the most insane action set pieces that are done for real. Yeah. Like, like uh, yeah, it's like, I think of the, uh, the one with the bus that's moving like 30 miles an hour that he like falls onto rolls off of that. That's like shit. Like you would think like, how would they do that? What they do with wires, safety stuff. It's like, Nope, he jumped onto that bus and just yeah, yeah, went ex- for it, exactly. You know? He just jumped onto that bus, right. which is much cooler than whatever Tom Cruise does. By the way, just yeah. pointing that out real quick. Know, he because flew in a fighter jet, and that movie was probably one of the best movies of the year. So let's calm down. Okay, just more like Bottom Gun. <laughs> look, look, man. I, there's, Jackie Chan can't fly a fighter jet. Okay, yeah, okay. Jackie Chan that. can be in a movie. <laughs> Jackie Chan can be in a movie that everybody forgets about crack three ribs <laughs> falling off of a skyscraper yes. and people are like, oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember who am I? Yeah, he did that. Yeah, that's right. Where he forgets his whole identity, but he can do karate. Right. He broke three ribs doing that scene on the skyscraper roof. Like, right. He's just, his, his output is so consistent and so high quality and so action packed I don't know how. I mean, stack him up against any like beefcake, and and he he takes totally. the cake. Uh, Arnold, Seagal, right? Stallone, especially like, for doing his own stuff and like making it look actually good. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, it's all real. And that, that, there was like the famous thing where he, whenever he first came to the states and was doing like the Rush Hour movies, mm-hmm. and he legit was like, okay, so the stunts, and they were like, yeah, you know, we'll just do whatever. And he's like, no, I'm. I'm just going to take that over. I'm just going to like, do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Jackie yeah. Chan, like whatever. And, and there's a lot of like, you know, Tony Jaw was the other one that I was kind of considering sure. because over gently over gently. Wow. Be, it's specifically over gently because Tony Jaw went big mm-hmm. on all the stunts he did. That's for, right. Like sure. The streetlight scene in, I think it's the protector. Right. When he jumps up and kicks a light out of like a nine foot, streetlight yes and then the whole like one shot take i think it's in the protector at the end of the movie where he's like assaulting like this compound of like it's yeah. like three stories the tall, temple scene? and he's like yeah. working his way up it oh that's so fucking good but put all that stuff aside yeah i'm not thinking about and it like what's the plot of the protector sure it's something i think a girl gets stolen and he's trying to get her i can't yeah, remember. it's an or, elephant or it's the elephant that's what it is yeah i'm thinking of Okay, that's fine. Ong Bak, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Ong Bak, Thai Warrior. Right. Yeah. Right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Again, Rush that, Hour is that, a better movie. That, than, hit, that hit your thing about like yeah. mixing up even the Tony Jaw stuff, right? Yeah. Like the the movies that Jackie Chan puts out are far more entertaining. They they are entertaining movies that contain insane action pieces, right? Instead of insane action pieces that are fit into right. a movie, right? Totally. I I can totally respect that. Now Jackie Chan. What's the, what's the movie that Michelle Yeoh took over from Jackie Chan? Well, I'm about to get to that. Let's so go. Isn't that, isn't go. That exciting. I'm, I'm so interested in that. In the '80s, there was a um, series uh, a series of movies. At the time, there was only two in the '80s that were released. Uh, Police Story. Mm-hmm. Now um, they didn't really have great American uh, reception. Sure. Uh, but Police, the third one, did in 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Um, Referenced in one of this collective table's favorite movies, Hot Fuzz. Right. <laughs> because in America, it was Police Story 3, Super Cop, was yeah. only known That's as right. Super Cop. The, co- the, the cop, cop who won't that stop. can't be stopped. That can't be stopped. That's right. <laughs> now, in that movie, Michelle Yeoh plays Jackie Chan's girlfriend. Oh, interesting. And it was so popular that it got a Super Cop 2. 
And guess who the starring role in that was? A sequel of the Super Cop 3 movie. <laughs> Police Story 3. Right. Police Story 3 was a spinoff of Michelle Yeoh's Because character. it was known as Super Cop, only Super Cop, Cop in America. We all know it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all it, Super Cop 2 was made, and Michelle Yeoh took That's... the story, or the, the starring role from Jackie Chan. Now, That's Jackie Chan made an appearance in that movie, cameo, if you will. Right. But she wowed the crowds enough that she was the titular character. That's fascinating. So not only does she do her own un, own stunts, like Jackie Chan. Right. Um, Brendan... And Vargas kind of did my argument <laughs> for me. <sighs> Name the biggest Jackie Chan movie. Oh, probably Rush Hour. Mm, interesting. Give or take. And that's kind of like a campy, like. Well, I, I mean, I mean, the biggest. Are, are you talking about biggest box office yeah, or most well whatever. known? Will you tell me? Shanghai Nights. <laughs> I probably say because Rush Hour was his first, one of his first American movies. That'd probably be his quote unquote biggest, even though. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sure, sure. And even though Rush that is hour. that is a primarily comedy movie, right? Rush Hour, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me the biggest Michelle Yeoh movie? I mean, I mean, arguably, it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, that's, sure. that's what like blew Ever, up everything everywhere. It's got him. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. There's number two. What about a third? Would you say there's a third one? Police Story, the cop who can't be stopped. No, I mean, sure, yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but Avatar, you know, she's been in a, a billion dollar grossing movie. Um, who is she what about? Avatar? What about uh, she's one of the blue ones? What about uh, <laughs> what about uh, ever heard of a movie called Kung Fu Panda? Oh, she's a tiger. Yeah, sure. Uh, what about uh, I mean, you've heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I'm familiar. Yeah, mm, interesting. <laughs> I'm just I just think there's just you running know, through Michelle Yeoh uh, movies. <laughs> well, I just think you're you're more uh, it, without the word. If That's... you can't use the word rush or hour. <laughs> I think you're. I think the general audience is more apt to know sure. Michelle Yeoh movies, and I think the whole point of being an action star is to transcend beyond your role That's and true. have people know your Be name. A person of the people, right? So I don't. I you know I don't. Know. I know I know Jackie Chan is huge, but uh, I I just think there's more Michelle. Yeah, he's actually pretty short. Michelle Yeoh, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh movies than there are um, that pe- that the general audience would know um oh, than there are jackie chan movies because as uh, much as vargas alluded to it's more of a uh oh shit jackie chan was in that right or versus, oh this movie from the 80s you have to see it yeah versus uh oh Sorry. i fucking love crouching tiger and dragon it may be the best martial arts movie of all time it's interesting that you mentioned kung fu panda because thank you yeah no shut up jackie, 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 jackie chan shut up <laughs> also in kung fu panda I, one two three <laughs> yeah they're both in all of them all right but but look <laughs> I think Michelle Yeoh plays a more powerful character in that movie. Tiger. You can think that. Whatever you want, buddy. Um, Avatar. So, as I mentioned before, Jackie Chan made his directorial debut, debut in 1979. Whoa. Fucking wild. That's 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 truly insane. He's old yeah. as balls. They he, both are, actually. Well, and, yeah. and for his first big, big movie, be 74, yeah. you said, I think, yeah. or something like that, for him five years later to be directing his own shit, like... Um, it, it's crazy. So... I, I would plead for you when you're making this decision yes. to watch two movies. Okay. Um, I know that's, you know, asking kind of a lot, but Man, we don't record that much. If you can watch two, watch the original drunken master. I know a lot of people would say drunken master two is better, but I think drunken master one shows his flexibility a little bit more right? right. In, in terms of he can pull a comedic movie and he can do the martial arts. Right. Still do what he needs to do. Yep. And then fast forward like 
50 years later and watch The Foreigner. Be- oh. Because The Foreigner from 2017, action thriller movie, um, it, it's, it's a movie about a guy whose daughter dies and he just wants the name of the guy who... She, she dies in a bombing and he wants the name of the guy who did the bombing. Interesting. But he John Wicks his way into getting that uh, name. A Jackie Chan John Wick movie? <laughs> yep. And Pierce Brosnan plays the bad guy, the political bad guy right. who won't like reveal the name. And if you think Jackie Chan is a one note actor, <laughs> the foreigner is the movie that will absolutely change your mind. Right. It, it sounds like a very intense, sad thriller. Basically. It yeah. is. It is. It's, it's a single minded man. Again, we talked about John wick for like 45 minutes Correct. already, yep. but like it's a man who is single minded in his approach. All he wants is the name of the guy who killed his daughter. Right. This political guy won't give it to him. He tries to bribe him. Mm -hmm. He won't accept the bribe. He's got to go a step further. That step (laughs) further doesn't work. He takes, you know, it's right. It's this escalation escalating. Yeah. And everyone keeps downplaying. Oh, it's just this. He owns a laundry or whatever. You know, he's just this. It's just this guy. Who cares? Exactly. And then Jackie Chan whips the shit out of everyone in the movie. That sounds awesome. It's, it's truly, truly an incredible movie. And I don't know why more people don't like look on it. Right. As just an insane. I mean, it probably unfortunately was like released super under the radar. Cause like, yeah, can't 2017, 2017. That's interesting. I know, man, it go watch it. And, and again, you compare that to like the other side of Jackie Chan where it's very silly. It's very fun. It's very kinetic. This is, I mean, an incredibly physical role because it's kind of like John wicking through the movie, like I said, right. mm-hmm. but it's, it's the other hand. It's dramatic. It's intense. It's right. weighty. It's so good. That's awesome. It's so fucking good. That's awesome. Did you guys ever see the, uh, we're all waiting on rush hour four. So you see the deleted scene, which is coming. It's coming. One coming of the out. rush hours where he turns the corner and says cheese. Yes. He can't say free. <laughs> like, does it, it doesn't understand fr- like freeze basically. Yeah. Cause again, I was like, I think it's not his, his first, first language, his first English movie. Right? Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yes. It's very funny. I would recommend crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Of course. Tomorrow never dies because you're going to, you get to see, uh, not only her, um, I mean, she's, a main character in Crouching Tiger, but in Tomorrow Never Dies, you get an example of how powerful she is that her, um, what is the uh, assisting role? Supporting. supporting. Jesus Christ. Her support, how her supporting work often usurps the um, ah. charm from the quote unquote leading role. If, if memory serves in Tomorrow Never Dies, she plays like basically a female counterpart to James Bond, right? Yes. Like a female she's Chinese. Not a, she's not spy. a Bond. She's not a Bond girl. Right. She but is no, like, she is like a female like yes. Chinese Bond. Because the Bond girl in that one, I think that one's one of the ones that's like two on the nose. Is it Halle yeah. Berry, Denise Richards, Tomorrow Never Dies? I think they actually die like pretty quick in that one. Yeah. I thought the first one does with the ridiculous name. Yeah, her name is like Opeña Vagina. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> gonna penetrate you yeah <laughs> that's it yeah that's right but it is uh fascinating and, and you'll when you look these people up more it is fascinating how often 
Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh have worked together. Uh, they kind of had yeah. very similar paths. Right. Yeah. Again, we did not talk about this, but yeah. it is fascinating. I told you. That we didn't go. Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson. I mean, well, or a white I, guy. Keanu Reeves, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, like, like Sly Sloan. You know, like those that's, are two, that's, those that's are two so obvious, especially in Western movie cinema. Well, you know, and I'm especially sure. like early on, like as much fun as like the Terminator, Terminator 2 yeah. is, the Rambo movies, they're Rocky. So, they're so bad. They're so stiff. Well, well, and they got too many muscles. And they didn't do a lot of that shit themselves. Like, exactly. Right. That's like the big thing about Terminator 2 is that like whenever Arnold does the big, the big canal stunt where he rides the motorcycle off the exploding. It's clearly it's, not him. It's <laughs> definitely not Arnold Schwarzenegger riding that motorcycle off that thing, right? Yeah. And that's the fascinating thing about Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh both is that like these dudes dudes i say that colloquially yeah. they did that shit for real yeah. like they've been doing this stuff for real for so long and that was a big thing about like asian uh like martial arts action stuff like the jet lees the chow yun fats like all these people were doing this shit for real because yeah. like they knew one it was a big market in in that area but they were always trying to break through to the states right yeah. and it took Oh man, so like into the late nineties, early two thousands until like it was like, oh, what like I think Crouching Tiger, Kid and Dragon was like the first like, oh wait, like there is like these other movies in yeah. China, Japan, like it all was these definitely like, things, one of the, yeah, right? the first biggest ones of like foreign language that wasn't dubbed. Right. And like the 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 drunken masters and the police stories were all like that's yeah. where like people were like People knew Cold about classic. them, like, but it was Quentin it Tarantino wasn't. knew about it, yeah. <laughs> and nobody else. But to find them, you'd have to go to like your weird, crazy, like, video store to yeah. go f like find that shit, right? So. Do you guys know? Um, mm -mm. Good, nice. Got him. Do you know if it was maybe um, like in Eastern movies, if it was more expected for the actors to do their own stunts? That's the culture. Yeah, I like, would. That's what okay. the culture was. Well, yeah. and I would guess it was. A, a matter of practicality like right we want to make an action movie but we can't cast somebody who doesn't know how to do stunts right so like we have to pick somebody who can who can actually do like has their own team that can come on and do this stuff well, because like we've got to pick somebody who can kick the shit out of an entire room with a stepladder right. and because right? <laughs> and, and because like you think of who the, like the first arguable mainstream action star was was bruce lee mm -hmm. and the, and like guess like it as much as we want to make jokes about this person, but like who was the first like American act, like an action star was Chuck Norris. Yeah. The dude was in Bruce Lee movies because he could keep up with Bruce Lee. Exactly. And like, like two years, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and like he had to become Walker basically. But like that was like the whole thing about like those guys and girls like in that, in that era in those for 20, 30 years were doing it themselves yeah. when it was like, Okay, Sly, we're gonna have you take this punch. He's like, No, I'm gonna Actually. do I'm gonna do the shot before where I do the punch and then I'm gonna step out. Yeah. Because like you think about how action movies are filmed, and sure, like all those like Asian like Hong Kong, China, like Japan movies were stepped out, storyboarded and like as safe as they could be, but it was like it was those people putting their lives on the line every time they did a shot. It was yeah, jackass bro. with a script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of Jackie Chan movies, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would plead as a last thing. I would yeah. plead people. His hands are down. Just based on the choices we made, go watch like Shaw Brothers movies. Go watch Five Deadly Venoms. Go, yeah, sure. Go watch Kung Fu Panda. <laughs>
you know that little known <laughs> movie called I was going to say Hard Boiled. Same thing. Yes. Like, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Honestly, it's a tragedy that, like, you know, Brian is right. Uh, Crouching Tiger was, like, the first big breakthrough the big foreign breakthrough, language. Yeah, right. Whatever. But, like, go watch Hard Boiled, and it holds up. Today still rules, and that movie was made like 1982 or yeah. something like that. Like that movie still rips, and it had it's oh, it's Chow Yun Fat, Chow Yun Fat. But the director directed Mission Impossible Two. Yep, the the Dove guy, the Dove guy, <laughs> Prince John Woo, John Woo, uh, John yeah, Woo. God damn it! You. But yeah, he he was doing that shit like where he was doing the stylized hyper action, and that's mm-hmm. he was doing that in the 80s and 90s when yeah. like finally in 2000. Where basically they were like, "Hey, you want to come over and do this shit?" And he's like, "Yeah, fine, I'll make a movie." Yeah, I'll, I'll make who? Hulk. Tom, Tom Cruise, like you know, like it was like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll do that." You know, they had to they had to crack a couple eggs to make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> come on, several of them. Come on, yeah. Uh, but that's why I'm I'm to like wrap it back around. I'm I'm really happy that like these people are getting they have been getting their dues and yeah. like they're starting to get more dues and then like a lot of people for better or worse, people like Tom Cruise are actually realizing like people want to see this stuff for real. Like that's what like actually gets the butts and seats and makes the money. You know what I mean? And like, and like the counter Reeves have been doing it for the past 10 years and it's like, or even longer with matrix came out in 1989, 1999. Yeah. So like these people have been doing like realized in the Wachowskis really are ones to like really hone in on that. But, but yeah, so, and last thing I'll say, you said that three times. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) This is actually the last one. Right. Apparently, Kung Fu Hustle 2 is coming out. It is coming. So. I'm so excited. Kung Fu Hustle. I've, I recently watched that movie. Rules, Shell, and Soccer. So goddamn good. Um, I'm very excited for Kung Fu Hustle 2. Yeah. Um, but saying all that, goddamn, both these arguments have been so good, so insightful. I'm pumped to see. I'm pumped to watch these movies. Um, I think I am going to go with Vargas. Damn it. And Jackie Chan. Um, it's tough to beat the Chan man. It is, I mean, that's what like I'm I'm trying not to, you know, we always try not to bring in a little bit of side or, or like our personal biases and stuff. But like I, I Jackie Chan just has so much of a great filmography and so many fun things. And like Michelle, Michelle Yo don't know what you're talking about. Michelle Yo, man, like she's been all, like doing the same. Ex- like you said, she took over fucking police story from Jackie Chan. Yeah. So I'm pumped to see that. I'm just not as familiar with Michelle Yo. And as much as I love Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I just think Jackie Chan has a little bit more juice than, than Michelle Yeoh does. I'm stoked for you to compare. I don't know if you're going to go back and watch oh, uh, everything I, everywhere. I'm, I'm for sure because that movie ripped. It was so goddamn good. Made me cry. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked for you to watch that compared to The Foreigner and and weigh those sure. basically those two movies against each other and be, see which character is better in Kung Fu Panda because that too. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Ki Hu Kwan won supporting actor for the role, and yeah. like to see him basically say he did not want to keep taking these like traditional pigeonholed Asian roles for so that's why like he did he did the Goonies, he did Temple of Doom, and just kind of like fell off for a little while. Uh, he was a stunt coordinator on The Matrix. That's what I mean. Like that's why he did, he didn't want to put his face onto a camera or, yeah. or on camera because like he was so afraid that like if I keep doing this shit, we're like, I'm just going to be the typical Asian guy. Like I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he was in, I'm, I'm, I hope based on everything everywhere all at once that like, he's going to continue to be able to do stuff because, Oh, he's, he's so genuine. So fun. And like him paired with Michelle Yeo in that movie is again, it's, it's dumb. heartbreaking and daring and yeah. also just so goddamn good. So good. So can't wait for his MCU role. <laughs> 
What are we doing next time, Vargas? That's a great question. Um, Thank you for asking. As I as I dug into, and I know that I'm putting Brian at a little bit of a disadvantage here. That's fine. But is it who's the cooler blonde host? It's who's the cooler blonde host. You got. I was gonna say we need to tee it up for a little bit to like come on. Yeah. Um, I always forget Jackie the breadth of Jackie Chan's filmography. Legitimately put out one to two movies a year whenever he was at like yeah. 20 years. I mean, like it's, it, it's easy to insanity. I want to know what's the best Jackie Chan movie <laughs> and, and bright guy. I'll give you help because I know that you're not a movie boy. Kung Fu Panda. You can pick Kung Fu Panda. Why do you think I'm not a movie boy? Well, well there's a uh, lot of Jackie how many Ch- Jackie Chan movies have you seen in theaters? Probably the same number as me two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two sure that's by virtue of hollywood in general i mean you know, that's a whole thing you could consult obviously <laughs> I can do whatever i want you can do whatever you want ty our buddy from <laughs> who the hell is this for even he's gonna get his ass whipped in mario kart they did an entire episode on jackie chan i would recommend that's very good that you reach out to him for some research that's all that's hmm. all i'll say okay. if you want to should you choose to not pick Kung Fu Panda. Super cop. The cop that can't be stopped. Dude, I, I haven't seen Police Story. So You've never seen Police I've Story? I've never seen Police Story. You've never seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> the- you're, 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 you've never raised your gun in the air. Go <laughs> gun ah. And, uh, ah, <laughs> no, I've never. Uh, good shit. Have you ever jumped through the air whilst firing two guns? <laughs> Best, best word. Hot look. Fuzz. That's the best Jackie Chan movie. He technically <laughs> is in it. Ta- yeah, in a roundabout way, he is in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, that's very exciting. I'm pumped, I'm pumped to do that. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're pumped that you that we're back and that you listened. <laughs> we love it. Yep. Yes. Uh, debates on fans. That's where you can email us at gmail.com. Right. Uh, at Debates on Tap, Twitter. At Debates on Pictures is where you can find us on Instagram. Uh, do not forget, March 25th. going to be so much fun. Big rip. Come down. Hang out. 1 p.m supporting down syndrome innovations um thank you for listening do we have any other housekeeping nothing for me i don't think so other than by the time you listen to this the chiefs have already played so that'll probably put it that's why brian and i are so happy because we are recording this before <laughs> the chiefs have played so who knows what's going to happen with this game go Chiefs! go i'll say chiefs we'll say that thanks for listening bye